today on Commitment to Truth. Whenever our backs are to the S-O-N, it casts a shadow on the pond, the place in which he causes us to fish. But when we turn our faces to the S-O-N, they see who? The sun. And here's the challenge. The challenge is as we are trying to be men and women in a church that are bringing in a harvest and seeing men, women, and children of all nations, tribes, and tongues come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, they cannot see us, but they must always see Him. And if there's people in your life today, church, that are not liking Christ because of you, there's a holy responsibility in your life to start turning towards the S-O-N so that they can see less of you and more of Him. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. So we're starting a new sermon series I've entitled for you, Gone Fishing, <laughs> Let Down Your Nets. And the purpose is to encourage the body of Christ that it's time to go fishing and let down our nets, to become fishers of men, women, and children of all nations. And the challenge we face is this, is to become these fishers of men, it will always be associated with doing something differently. In other words, it will be distinctively different than your norm, or it will have its way of having some kind of holy interruption by Jesus. In other words, uh, this has been true, if you look at the scriptures that we will examine during this series, is that in two cases, in the lives of Jesus' uh, disciples and followers, uh, he uh, approached his disciples who were skillful at fishing, and yet he told them to do it a different way. They had all the experience in the world, they had all the, the know-how. They had all the capabilities. But he says, oh, I want you to do it a little bit different than what you are normally used to doing it. And my, my opinion, and as I read the scriptures, is that when it's time to fish for, for Jesus and it's time to represent him as fishermen and fisherwomen of, of Jesus, uh, you will always come to a place that he will interrupt maybe how you did it the first time, the second time, the third time, the last time. Or if you haven't done it at all, he would interrupt your life to inspire you, to instruct you to do it some different and unique way. And, and also my opinion in this is that he does this so that there is this dependence, soul dependence and reliance on him especially if you're gifted in evangelism, especially if you're gifted in the gab, even though that's not a spiritual gift, but you, 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 know, you're, you can connect with people, right, very easily. It's very easy to think that it was by our own might, by our own power, but it never is. When we have the privilege of escorting someone from this world into eternity, trust me, it's not by our own might, nor is it by our own power but it's by the spirit of the living God. But yet that is our responsibility is to be co-laborers with Jesus, right? To be men and women who are constantly fishing for men, women, yes, children, 
youth, children, and people from all nations, tribes, and tongues. Everyone is fair game in Jesus's pond, if you would. So that being said, if you can open your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, we're going to start with that. And our challenge is going to be this, is that we must be willing to give Christ, or the Holy One, His Holy Spirit, the permission to change, alter, and reconstruct however we do what we do. In other words, you may have a special Wawa you go to to get your coffee, or if you like Starbucks, if you like Dunkin' Donuts, you may have a special person who, who flips your pancakes a special way. You follow me at your local diner. But he must have the privilege in your life and say, it's not this diner tonight. You're fishing in another pond. He must have the permission to say, well, it's not Starbucks today. Sorry. <laughs> it's the local Wawa. Or if you like Wawa coffee, it's not Wawa coffee, it's Dunkin' Donuts today. He should have the privilege to make a holy interruption in your life to alter whatever you're doing so that he can make sure you're fishing in a proper pond. And when we do this, there's this willingness to let down our nets, especially when you start getting a catch every now and then. Gaining some confidence and momentum is when you're led by his spirit and he places you exactly where you need to be, then there's confidence begins to grow in that, okay, I'm hearing his voice. I'm doing what he's telling me to do. I'm placing the net in the proper pond at the proper time. And you start seeing the necessary results. Amen. So in this series, we're going to identify this, these three things. The first is we will identify our excuses why we don't fish. Secondly, we will deal with the hindrances of what I like to call normalcies. In other words, wanting to do the way the things I do the way I normally do it will become a hindrance. And lastly, we're going to uncover how our increased effectiveness occurs when we follow him. Amen? So Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, answering the question... What's our excuses? It says, now it happened that while the crowd was pressing around him and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gesenaret. And he saw two boats lying at the edge of the lake, but the fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets. And he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little distance from the land. And he sat down and continued teaching the crowds from the boat. Now, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deeper water and let down your nets for a catch. Uh, Simon responded and said, Master, we worked hard all night, caught nothing. We worked all night and we caught nothing. But I would do as you say and let down, our, our, down the nets. And when they had done this, they caught a great quantity of fish and their nets began to tear, so they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both of the boats to the point that they were sinking. We're going to stay in verses 5, uh, 1 through 5, and we're going to probably look at verse 6 as well today. So here, here's our first answer. What are, are the excuses that we kind of find ourselves in? 
The first is this. We get too preoccupied. Well, you know, Jesus, I worked hard all night. Or it was New Year's Eve and I was up all night. <laughs> right? You know, it's, it's like, okay, what is this, the excuse? The word worked here means this, to grow weary, tired, exhausted. In other words, how many times you said no to Jesus because you were weary, tired, exhausted? The word exhausted kind of elaborates and said exhausted with toil or burdens or grief. See how it expands. You could just be tired and I'm just not going to do what he tells me to do. Or you could be tired because of what? Burdens, grief, or tired because, you know, I've tried this before. Why well, try talking to them before? Well, they rejected me before. I got rejected before, so I'm tired of getting rejected. Tired. I'm exhausted. It also means, the word work also means to labor with wearisome effort. So in other words, I have labored and done this over and over again with great effort, and it's just not working. So if you're a ministry leader today, or if you're in ministry, this is you, right? Well, you know, I tried it, and I tried it, and nobody's helping me. I tried it, and tried it. Well, God, where are you? you? You called me to this, and nobody's showing up to my ministry. We get preoccupied by this. We get weary, tired, exhausted to the point of, ah, I'm going to bring my, the boat in, start washing my nets, fold it up, go home. What's our excuse? Thank you for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We'll continue with the second part of the message right after this. Hello, this is Cedric Brown, and I would like to personally invite you out to an exciting event that is taking place on January 31st at 7 p.m. It will be the first of four South Jersey Metro Philadelphia prayer gatherings located in Collingswood, New Jersey at the Scottish Rite Auditorium. Will you join me again January the 31st at 7 p.m.? at the Scottish Rite Auditorium in Collingswood, New Jersey. I look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. Thank you again for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We now return for the second half of our message. Second excuse you also find in verse 5 is that we're, because we're previously ineffective. I caught nothing. Merriam Dictionary defines the word nothing this way. It's the absence of all magnitude or quantity. That, that seems normal. It says, it also means zero and it's zilch. <laughs> In other words, there's like zilch results, zero results at all. Everything I did when it comes to casting nets and telling other about Jesus, I've had zero results. Think about this. You know, I go to prayer. I come to church. I hear stories of people telling people, you know, telling others about Jesus and they're coming to know Jesus. But that never happens to me. Zilch. A big, fat, spiritual goose egg. 
Yes, there's people who have the spiritual gift of an evangelist. But the scripture also says he's called us all to reconcile the world back into himself. He's called us all to fish. So if I'm getting a zilch or a zero in my net every time I fish, could it be that I'm fishing in the wrong pond? Could it be that I'm fishing with the wrong lure? Could it be I have a hole in my net? Could it be that it's not God's fault? It's something I'm personally missing. What's our excuse? You see, our excuses would cause us to miss the kingdom purpose If you look at Luke chapter 14, verses 15 through 20, it says this. Now, when one of those who were reclining at the table with him heard this, he said to him, meaning Jesus, blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said to him, a man was given a big dinner and he invited many. And at the dinner hour, he sent his slave to tell those who had been invited, come because everything is ready now. So application's sake. Everything is ready now because Jesus has set the table through his death, his burial, his resurrection. Everything is ready now, contextually speaking. And yet they all alike began to make excuses. This word excuses, you're going to hear it multiple times here. It means to refuse, to shun, to decline, to avoid. To refuse, to shun, to decline, to avoid. Yet they all began to refuse, shun, decline, avoid. The first one said to him, I purchased a field and I need to go out and look at it. Please consider me excused. Another one said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to try them out. Please consider me Excuse, please consider that I'm refusing you, shunning you, declining you, avoiding you. And another said, I have took a woman, you know, as my wedding day, (laughs) as my wife, and for that reason, I can't come. You know, it's my wedding day, Jesus. I can't tell people about Jesus because it's my wedding day. Listen, we know he's concerned about your marriage. We know he's concerned about your family. Listen, he's concerned about your oxen. I don't know if you have oxen, right? Or you could say he's concerned about your job. That's what that means. He's concerned about your livelihood. He's concerned about that. But when he says fish, you fish. He may not tell you to fish on your job. That may be the wrong pond. And that's probably why you got the zilch. Right? The zero. Because you shouldn't be fishing on the job. And there's some jobs that are not conducive for you to fish on your job. It's the wrong place to fish. 
It's the wrong place to fish. Maybe the pond is in your home first with your children, your wife, your husband, your mother, your father. Maybe the right pond first is your neighbor. Here's a weird thought. Maybe the, first, the, the right pond is a total stranger. Or here's another one. Maybe the right pond is your enemy. Another one said, I took a woman as my wife. For that reason, I cannot come. You see, our excuses of being preoccupied and ineffective, it will always paralyze obedience. It will always paralyze us from doing what we know we should do. What's our excuse? We're too preoccupied. We were previously ineffective. And here's the last excuse. You hear in this verse, you hear we. We, 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 we. So I give you a third point, and it's this. We're paralyzed by our personal efforts. In other words, it's, it's my might, it's my power, it's my intellect, it's my resource, it's my time, it's my talent, it's my treasures, it's me, me, we, 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 and he's nowhere to be found. Well, this is what our church is doing. It's not about what a church is doing. It's about the kingdom. It's about Jesus being made known. It's not about a church being made known. It's not about a preacher being made known. It's about Jesus being made known. So it's not about the we. You follow me? The identity that we should be promoting is Christ and Christ alone. And we're going we're gonna to learn more about that later. So the excuse, again, becomes this. Well, you know, we, well, you know, we, well, I tried this, well, we tried this, well, we tried this, well, we tried this, and all of this, again, it nets out a big zero. No fish in the net. Why doesn't my parents believe? Why doesn't my, you know, my sons or daughters believe? Well, could it be that it's all about me? I want my children to come to know Jesus because it makes me feel better as a parent. They're not embarrassing me anymore. You know, I'm raising my children in the fear and the admonition of the Lord or I'm raising them in the fear and the admonition of the Lord because I'm a frightened parent. Well, I'm going to put them in Christian school. I'm going to homeschool them because I'm a frightened parent, not because I'm truly pointing them to the cross of Jesus. Personal efforts gets us nowhere. Proverbs 14, 12 says it's, there's a way that's, which seems right to a person, but its end is the way of death. Again, excuses and preoccupation and ineffectiveness and personal efforts will always uh, it will always hinder our obedience in the Lord. Amen. What's our excuse? Hello, my name is Sarah Vega, and I am the Administrative and Executive Director here at Commitment Church. I hope you've enjoyed today's message by Pastor Cedric Brown. 
If you didn't know, Pastor Cedric also sends out encouraging videos weekly. We call these the Weekly Wire. We can send these encouraging videos directly to you by subscribing at www.loveallnations.org. Here's an example of the encouragement you'll receive. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Cedric with another Weekly Wire. I'm sure heading into the new year, you or maybe somebody you know, they're thinking about something new, doing something different, all the different New Year resolutions, eat better, exercise more, read more, spend time with family, maybe even get to know God. Well, you know, the Bible says, since you've come to know God, or rather be known by Him, why is it that you return to weak and elementary and worthless things? You see, the reality is this, even though we're entering a new year, there will always be some of us who rather go backwards with God. I would like to encourage you today, as you head into this new year, don't be tempted to go backwards in your relationship with God, but actually move forward. Don't return to the elementary things of life, but rather move forward with God. Don't go back. This is Pastor Cedric with Commitment Church. We hope you enjoyed the sample of our Weekly Wire. Again, to subscribe to your weekly inspiration, refreshment, and encouragement, please visit www.loveallnations.org. Thank you again for listening to our series, From Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.